everybody. I just want to welcome you to the final Bible study on the book of Revelation. So today we will be studying the final three chapters of the book. We'll be studying Revelations chapters 20, 21, and 22. So I pray that God will speak to your hearts as we study. Amen. Everlasting Father, we just want to thank you for your love, your mercies, your strength to study this book. Thank you for your revelation, your power. Thank you for being with us, keeping us alive through thick and thin, how you've been helping us, protecting us, healing us of sicknesses and providing for us and loving us and blessing us. We say be thou glorified in Jesus' name. I pray for all my friends that will be listening to this Bible study that you speak to them through your word of God. I ask that you would let them know the reason why we are studying the end times and how important it is to understand what we are looking forward to as Christians. I thank you because they will pass this message to their children, their children, children, their generation, oh God, and they will understand you for themselves, oh God, as Christians. They will know your word, they will know your plans for this earth, they will know their, your plans for their future, oh God. They will know how not to dwell on, look on things that are below and beneath, but fix their gaze on things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, and set their affections on things above, because they are now dead and their lives are hid in Christ in God. We are dead and our lives are hid in Christ in God. Lord. We thank you because even after this Bible study, you will not leave us alone, but you keep teaching us and showing us deeper insights about yourself oh god to the glory of your name i love you jesus i love you god i love you holy spirit oh god bring your people to the knowledge of you oh god let them be born again lord in jesus mighty name of prayer. amen amen so i am grateful um for the grace to begin a thing and finish it we began daniel we started from chapter 7 and we finished it and now we are we we are at the end of revelations we've been studying from Revelations chapter 1 and today without much without wasting too much time I am going to go first of all recap something that God told me this morning about the um, about what we studied last week Revelations chapter 17 so Revelations chapter 17 says that um, verse 10 to 12 says that and there are seven kings five are fallen and one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh, he must continue a short space and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth king and is of the seven and goeth into perdition and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but receive power as kings one hour with the beast so if you've been following this Bible study, we saw the judgment of the Babylon, the Babylon spirit, that is the spirit ruling the air, the spirit of covetousness, of luxury, the spirit of um, fornication that makes people sin against God. So we've, we saw this spirit um, being judged last week and John saw this, this whore, the woman, the prostitute, sitting on a beast and that beast we concluded is the antichrist right so this beast this beast which you saw um 
is the eight beasts, right? And he has seven heads and ten horns. So God, Jesus was trying to tell John in Revelation 17 verse 10 that remember, and that is pointing to Daniel's vision, that the fourth beast, who, who is, you must know this by now, it will be confusing to new people, but remember, if we want to start from the top, let's go to Daniel chapter 7. In Daniel 8, um, Daniel saw a vision of a ram with two horns, um, really um, ruling the world. And this ram with two horns stands for the kingdoms of Media and Persia. Suddenly, a goat, a he goat, was running without his leg touching the floor with one horn came to defeat the ram with two horns and that one horn stands for Greece so the kingdom of Greece um, defeated the kingdom of Media and Persia everything is in the Bible I am not um, interpreting this thing the angel gave Daniel the interpretation thank you for joining the Bible study Jumi Jumzi please God bless you um, so we are just recapping what we studied before about revelations and daniel seven daniel 8 is a more comprehensive dream that explains daniel 7 starting from the ram and the goat the goat defeating the ram suddenly after some time that greece ruled that is the single horn it got broken off and four horns grew up in its place that went to the north, east, west, and south. And you should know this by now. This four horns stands for the four big rulers of the earth. So in Daniel 11, the, four, the horn that ruled, the horn of the north and the horn of the south were always trying to outdo each other in ruling. The horn of the east, Africa, is quiet. It's not trying to be any big deal. The horn of the West now is a fourth beast, right? So that is the fourth beast that we are going to read about right now. So Daniel 7, 78 says, After this, I saw in a night vision, and behold, the fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great horn, sorry, it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces and stamped and stamped the residue with the feet of it and it was the diverse from all other beasts so it's going to be different from the the beast of the north the king of the north the king of the south the king of the east this beast is from the west and and he had 10 horns right so and verse 8 daniel 7 8 i considered the horns and behold there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horn plucked up by the roots right so out of those ten horns right three of the horns will be plucked out right to make a way for the little horn and that little horn is the beast in revelations that the whore was sitting on that little horn he himself has seven heads and ten horns that's ten kings so that little horn is the eight since it's destroyed since three horns of the fourth beast 
first fourth beast, the fourth original beast. Since three horns were broken in its place, he is now the eighth, right? So now we know that. Let me read it again. Daniel seven eight. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man and a mouth speaking great things. So this little horn was the one that persecuted the Christians. If you read down Daniel chapter 7. So now we know the origin of the little horn. Now in Revelation chapter 17 as we read, it, the angel of God confirmed to John that Revelation 17, 11 says, And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eight. He is the eight because three horns were broken in its place. And is of the seventh and goeth into perdition. He himself, verse 12, he has ten horns, which are ten kings, right? So don't get it wrong. Now, I want to now tell you that if you read, Jesus wants me to read second thessalonians which is another um record of um paul's account of what will happen at the end time paul also gave an account in second corinthians and second thessalonians so in first corinthians and second thessalonians so i just want to read it real quick it says that now we beseech you brethren by the coming of our lord jesus christ and by our gathering together unto him that ye be soon ye be not soon shaken second thessalonians chapter 2 verse 2 now in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as the day of the lord as the day of christ is at hand so don't be afraid and say okay the rapture is already taking place no that's what paul was trying to tell them and let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition so that little horn be revealed whom the or was sitting on the eighth king who's who came about or came to be because three horns were broken or taken away for it so three horns were taken away for this little horn to come and it, it will come and persecute the christians so it says that that let no man deceive you okay so there shall be a falling away first second thessalonians 2 verse 3 and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called god and if you read daniel 7 this little one was opposing god and exalting himself so the bible verses chapters complement each other if you say you don't understand the 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 bible you need to pray and ask god for revelation because it's very interesting and is it's complete like a puzzle please just try to understand it especially if you love god second thessalonians 2 verse 4 so that he as god is seated in the temple of god showing himself that he is god remember ye not that when i was with you i told you these things so paul doesn't want to tell them 
um, more things through this letter he already told them some things face to face right because this letter might be intersected by people so second thessalonians chapter 6 2 verse 6 says and now you know what withholded that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work yet it doth already work because you see that in john's time who who which horn was ruling <clears throat> revelation 17 verse um 10 the, the angel told john and there are seven kings five have died right and one is and the other is not yet come he says that one is so the mystery of iniquity is already ruling the the sixth king the sixth one was ruling during john's time and i'm sure it to be it was the one ruling around paul's time so that's why he says that for the mystery of iniquity doth already work it's already they are already ruling right then only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way so this when i was thinking about this verse who was taken out of the way for this little horn to be revealed according to daniel 7 verse 78 so i'm backing it up by the bible three horns were taken out of the way for this little horn to appear that is the only reference in the bible that i have seen to what was taken out of the way for the little horn to appear daniel 7 verse 78 says that verse 8 says that another little horn before whom there were three of the first one plucked out plucked up by the roots so three horns were taken out of the way for this little horn to appear so those three little horns those three horns they are the ones that are preventing this little horn from being revealed this beast this antichrist from being revealed when they are taken out of the way then the little one will be revealed that is the revelation that i got about this thing so the mystery of iniquity already worked uh, is already at work the fifth or the sixth horn was already ruling during john's time and then jesus or the angel told john in revelation 17 verse 10 he says that the seventh is not yet come but when he cometh he must continue a short space so the seventh horn is just going to continue a short space and i'm very sure that we are in the era of that seventh horn rolling then the next thing we see is that three kings will be taken out of the way for the antichrist for the beast to then be revealed and so that is what we are waiting for right now we are waiting for this thing to be taken out of the way for this antichrist to be revealed and second thessalonians 2 verse 8 says that and then shall the wicked be revealed whom the lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming even him whose coming is after the working of satan so as you see is of the seven beasts right <laughs> so the seven beasts um revelation 17 verse 11 it says that and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth that's the little horn and he is of the seventh and it goes into perdition all of them are walking together they are walking by the power of satan verse 9 second thessalonians 2 9 even him whose coming is after the working of satan with all power and signs and lying wonders 
and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they, they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So these are the things that will happen before the rapture takes place. The little horn will be revealed. As you've seen, the, the three horns will be broken to let him be revealed. And that is what let it, right? When he's taken out of the way, then this um, little horn will be revealed. So verse 10 says that, it will deceive the unrighteous because they receive not the love of the truth. So when this Antichrist comes, if you are still an unbeliever, there's no way you can be saved anymore because when this Antichrist comes and you've not received the love of the truth, you will be deceived. That's just the thing. So that the window for repentance is getting slimmer and slimmer. It's almost being closed. So you need to come to God. You need to come to God right now. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse ten, and with all deceitful. Second Thessalonians two, verse ten, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So, if you have not received the love of the truth by the time the Antichrist comes, you cannot receive the love of the truth again because you will be deceived. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion. So as from the time the Antichrist lands on this earth, when the three kings are taken away for the Antichrist to be revealed, God will send a strong delusion that they should believe the lie of the Antichrist. Second Thessalonians 2 verse um, 11. And then verse 12 says that, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So as many as have pleasure in unrighteousness they will be damned they would be deceived by the antichrist but we are bound to give thanks to god always for you brethren beloved of the lord because god had from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth so the summary of this chapter is that that day will not come except they come falling away first and then that antichrist will be revealed so the rapture will not come until the antichrist is revealed and we know who is stopping him from coming the three horns have to be broken and taken out of the way for him to be revealed i pray god will help us in the name of jesus so let's go right now into revelation chapter 20 um, that is what we are going to be studying today. And I pray that God would speak to us through his word. Lord, I worship your majesty. I ask that you would take control of this Bible study. I love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So, let's continue. Here it says that, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent which is the devil and satan and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit so read with me open your bibles and let's read together revelations 20 verse 3 so now we you know in revelations chapter 17 18 19 we saw the judgment of the great whore we saw the judgment of the beasts 
in the battle of Armageddon and we saw the judgment of the false prophet in that same battle of Armageddon now we want to see what's gonna happen next because Satan is yet to be judged so <clears throat> so we have this he says Revelations 20 verse 3 let me start from verse 2 it says and he laid hold of on the dragon that holds serpent which is the devil and satan and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled and after that he must be loosed a season a little season and I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years so stay with me now. Revelation 20 is telling us what's going to happen after um, the judgment of the beast and the false prophet. Satan will be bound and thrown into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. And you see the people that would reign with Christ are those who are martyrs. So the, the martyrs, the people that were beheaded for Jesus Christ, would reign with Jesus on this earth a thousand years so there's another kingdom that is coming with which is called theocracy the the kingdom of jesus coming on earth yeah so but the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished and this is the first resurrection so blessed and holy is he that had part in the first resurrection on which the second death has no power but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years so if you're not part of the first resurrection you cannot never escape the second death after you have died physically the second death is death in hell forever everlasting death that's what we've been talking about all these all these days so the first resurrection you know what it is where the dead in christ shall rise first and then the rest will be raptured that's the rapture if you don't take part in the first resurrection there's no second chance for you you have to take part in the first resurrection that is when the martyrs the people that have been persecuted for christ the people that have died in in christ and the people that are currently being that at that time will be currently being persecuted by the beast and the false prophet will be raptured to heaven so they will resurrect up to heaven that's the first resurrection and if you don't take part in that first resurrection you cannot be escaped you cannot escape the second death okay so is God's word. It says, Revelation 26, it says, Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death has no power. So the second death will have power over you 
if you did not if you were not raptured so now it says here that revelations 27 20 verse 7 and when the thousand years are expired satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth gog and magog to gather them together to battle the number of whom is as the sand of the sea and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever see that so that's the judgment of Satan. He started a battle called Gog and Magog, or the Battle of Gog and Magog, or the battle in a place called Gog and Magog. And, and that was where God himself destroyed his army, and then he was cast into the Satan, the Satan, the guy that has been destroying God's work right from when he fell to the time of Adam and Eve to today, his final judgment is to be cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beasts and the false prophets are. So, eventually go there and be tormented day and night forever and ever and ever. So, he's tormented day and night forever. So, um, Revelation 20 verse 11 says that and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away and there was no place for them so the heavens and earth shall pass away um, that's the end of the earth and the people the nations there's no hope for those people that were left there's no they'll be destroyed the elements of this earth Peter's account of the destruction of the earth says that the elements of the earth shall be melted with fervent heat that is the fire that came down from God to consume the nations in the battle of Gog and Magog that is the time the heavens and the earth will be will fly away um, at the time of the great white throne judgment and there was found no place for them Revelations 20 verse 12 says that and I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened Which is a book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. You see that? So these dead are the evil dead. They did not take part in the first resurrection They are now taking part in the second resurrection and the de and, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. So death had power over the people that are not Christians, they're not saints. Hell also had power over the ones that are not saints. And they were judged every man according to their work. Remember, I didn't say that paradise gave up the dead remember the thief at the right hand of jesus jesus said today that shall be with me in paradise he didn't say that paradise gave up the dead that was in it because these dead are already in heaven
um, they took part in the first resurrection. So um, Revelations 20, 14 says that, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This death and hell that was riding on the horse, the fourth horse. So that's a spirit that was ruling, that was ruling behind the beast and the false prophet. And this is the second death. See? So when they're cast into the lake of fire, the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. It will not be our portion in Jesus' name. So we have gotten to the end of Revelation 20. And I hope you understand what's going to happen in the end time. So you can say, if you've listened to this Bible study, you can tell me, I don't really know about the end time. No, you know. Just hold on to it and know it. Know it. Don't forget it. I'm looking for Christians that will not say, I don't know. Just know. This Bible study is for you to know what's going to happen. Anyway, let me just read my notes, which I know I've been saying a lot of things from there. I already have it in my mind, in my brain, but I might have missed some things. So let me read my notes. Revelations 20, verse 1 and 2. So it says here that the angel had God's authority to lock up Satan. The devil or dragon did not struggle with him because his time has come. And in Jesus' name, every new should bow. So when you see every new must bow. Revelations 21, the angel came from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit. And a great chain in his hand and he laid on hold on the dragon can you imagine an angel just laying hold on this dragon that we have been trying to kill we have been trying to bind i bind you see that and this angel because god has given him that power and authority and that time is right for the satan to be bound so he was bound for a thousand years in the bottomless pit. He didn't struggle. They didn't say the Satan struggled with the angel that came to bound him with a great chain. He didn't struggle. Hi, Mabel. I just want you to confirm if you can hear me. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, good. Thank you for that feedback. Um, welcome to the Bible study. Yes, we are, this is the last Bible study in the book of Revelations, and we are trying to study the last three chapters. And I pray that God will help us today. So we are we just recapping Revelations 20, and just open your Bibles with me, and um, let's go along. So we saw that Revelations 20 verse one, um, the angel came to chain the devil for a thousand years. So this, um, the devil did not struggle with him. The devil that is so powerful, like we have been trying to bind the devil, but today, since it's time for the devil to be bound for a thousand years, um, the angel just came with a great chain and just bound him and he didn't struggle with the angel. And so that's what happened there. Verse three says that um, the angel placed a seal on him not to deceive the nations, right? So if the nations are not deceived, then they might believe the truth. They will see clearly. And this is necessary because at that time, so let me just recap a little bit for the people that don't have not been following. This time in history is a time where, one, the rapture has taken place. Or let me start from where you guys know. One, the Antichrist has come. He has 
deceived many people to take his mark. He has punished the Christians for not taking the mark with hunger, with persecutions, with death, right? And then Jesus has now come in rapture to set his, to rescue the people from the hands of the Antichrist and the false prophets, as we saw in Revelation chapter 14. Also, at this point in time, what has happened again is that the dead in Christ has risen first, then the, the persecuted Christians will now rise next, and that is the rapture. And shortly after, as we read in Daniel, I'm sorry, in Revelation chapter 6 and 7, shortly after the rapture, the wrath of God begins on the earth. The angels with the seven trumpets, also known as the angels with the seven bowls of wrath, will pour their wrath on the earth, and it's very terrible. During the sixth bowl of wrath, the false prophets that and the Antichrist will try to fight against <clears throat> fight against Jesus who will be coming and then they will be destroyed um, by Jesus coming they'll be destroyed <clears throat> and thrown into the lake of fire so we saw the judgment of the beasts and the false prophets thrown into the lake of fire around the time of the seventh wrath being poured on the earth so and we also saw last week the judgment of the great prostitute who makes people fornicate and do sexual sin you see that sexual sin is the order of the day in our time so this evil spirit that makes people fornicate makes people like luxury things you know the merchants of the earth as we saw last week louis vuitton and all these beautiful expensive um merchants they were crying they were like Oh, this great city where we ship all our goods is being destroyed. So by that, you would know who, who is Babylon, right? Which city is enjoying this or is requesting or desiring this luxury, luxury, love for luxury. And as Christians, as children of God, we should be careful not to love luxury too much, not to love luxury because the spirit again around loving luxury is the great whore the prostitute that loves luxury she trades in she, she requests for different expensive things including the souls of men so even the souls of when you hear people selling their souls to satan the spirit is babylon so this babylon is also the master of sexual immoralities trying to this scatter marriages and undermine who is a woman who is a man saying that a man is a woman all those things this is the spirit of babylon so we saw her judgment she was judged after she was judged that that city was destroyed then the false prophet and the antichrist were also thrown into the lake of fire today we are going to see the judgment of satan the old serpent so now the first thing that happened was that the <clears throat> the only people that would come and rule with jesus for a thousand years on this earth as we have seen are according to revelation chapter 20 verse 4 it says and i saw thrones and they sat up they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and i saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of jesus christ so all the martyrs and for the word of god and which were not which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither received this mark upon their foreheads or their hands 
and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So the only people that will come back from heaven with Christ <clears throat> for this thousand years rule are the people that have suffered for Christ. The other Christians will be in heaven, the ones that died peacefully in their sleep, they will be in heaven singing to God. But the ones that will come down to reign with Christ a thousand years <clears throat> are the people that were beheaded for Christ and suffered persecution for Christ and did not collect the mark. So anybody that that's alive, that we are alive, that experienced the, the Antichrist's reign, which, happened before, which will happen before the rapture, those are the people that will reign with Christ a thousand years on this earth. I don't really know why God is interested in reigning on earth before finally destroying this earth reigning on earth in the sight of these evil people i don't know why god is interested in it but that is what the word of god says and these people shall be so so the martyrs for christ the one that have died for christ so far did not take the mark of the beast they will reign with christ a thousand years if you have any question please drop it in the chat because this thing might be confusing but i want you to get it right revelations 20 says that these ones will reign with christ a thousand years and during the thousand years as we've seen before that angel bound satan so that he will not deceive who he will not deceive the nations so um so so i believe that god allowed jesus to reign on this earth in the presence of the evil people the people that have already taken the mark the sinners because he wants to show the world what theocracy looks like he wants to show the world what a government of jesus god and holy spirit will look like and how beautiful the world will be if jesus was ruling so now now listen in verse 7 it says that and when the thousand years are expired Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. So Satan will be released again from the bottomless pit and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth and gather them to a battle at a place called Gog and Magog. So that is the battle of Gog and Magog. And they will try to surround the camp where the Christians are, the, the people that are ruling with Christ. And remember that this ruling with Christ is similar to that time the parables that jesus said that welcome my faithful servant you have been faithful in little take be the ruler of five cities be the ruler of ten cities be the ruler of two cities so this is it's going to come to pass because jesus has already promised that the saints shall rule the earth even before going to heaven so that's why that one thousand years is necessary because jesus has already said it so the saints will be the rulers of chicago rulers of us rulers of london uk just the christians will now be the governors and presidents of those countries can you imagine that that is 
Jesus who actually ruled this earth physically for a thousand years and then the unbelievers that are still alive because some people will not die during the wrath of God they will still be alive although they have experienced the wrath of God they ran into the rocks some people are even creating chambers under the ground for the Armageddon for the day of for that day of the wrath of God so they will be rich people they buy bunkers under the ground so that they will hide there so some people will still be alive after God has poured his wrath on this earth because this world, this, there are so many people in the world. So some people will still be alive at that time. Anyway, Jesus will rule them and they will, just be, they will not be deceived anymore. Because Satan will be bound for that 1,000 years. Their eyes will be opened and they will be like, hmm, why did we not even follow Jesus while we were alive? This government is interesting. It's nice. This government of Jesus is nice. However, after the 1,000 years, Satan will be um, losing the game and Revelation 28 says that he will go out to deceive the nations that are in the four quarters of the earth right again imagine that and they will all be deceived they will be really deceived because they're already taking the mark of the beast they can't even they can't repent again so and then God will defeat them by so um, God will defeat them by pouring fire from heaven on them and then satan will be hurled into the lake of fire forever and that's the end of satan forever ever ever so revelations 2010 says the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever so that's the final judgment of satan now the great white throne judgment of these people that have um, these people that did not give their life to Christ Revelations 20 11 and I saw a great white throne and um, a great white throne and the, let me read it although I've read it before and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away and there was found no place for them so heaven and earth would disappear so even the people although the nations have already been consumed by the fire that came down from god and satan has already been thrown into the lake of fire now the earth and the heaven the firmament the planets everything will be wiped away because that's the end of the earth and the heavens that god created in genesis chapter 1 they will be wiped away. So if you read Revelations 20 verse 12, the dead, the small and great, the ones that, were, that died at sea. See, some people just died at sea. They went to check out the Titanic and they died at sea. The, the ones that are captured by death, the ones that went to hell, all the dead will be released and they will stand before God. Remember, I did not say, as I've said before, I like repeating myself so that it will sink. He did not say the dead in paradise, right? Because the dead in paradise, they already, they already rose first during the rapture. First Corinthians chapter 15. If you want us to read it, we'll go and read it right now. The dead in Christ have already risen to their, to their, to their reward. They've already been resurrected. Then, the ones that are alive during the Antichrist time that are being persecuted, they will now be raptured. So, 1 Corinthians 15, it says that 
Um, It's a very, very long thing. Um, I just have to look for the exact um, verse it is, but it's in First Corinthians 15, the day of the Lord, where um, so he said that. Um, God. Let me look for it here. Ah, yeah, yeah. And if you find it, you can paste it in the chat. So, First Corinthians chapter. Okay, so here he's saying that, okay, 52 to 55, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 8. Huh. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 8. That's Paul still talking, 13 to 8, 13 to 18. It says that, so it's 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep that ye sorrow not even as others who have no hope for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him for this we say unto you by the word of god the word of the lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the lord shall not prevent them which are asleep so those people that are alive and remain until the antichrist then the coming of jesus um we will not prevent them that died in christ for the lord himself first thessalonians 4 16 shall ascend from heaven with a shout with a voice of an archangel and the trump of god and the dead in christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and that's rapture to meet the lord in the air and so shall we be ever with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So rapture is the first resurrection. The dead in Christ shall rise first. So um, that is Paul's account of this rapture. And 1 Corinthians chapter 15, um, the one I was trying to look for, says that, um, 15 verse 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in the, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. You see that? The same thing Revelation said, Revelation 13 and 14, after the Antichrist has done his persecution. Suddenly, um, Jesus will come and harvest us out of his hand. If we are, if we are, if we are alive by that time. 
and then also Matthew 24 verse 29 says immediately after the tribulation immediately after the end of the tribulation by the Antichrist Jesus will come the Sun will be darkened then Jesus will come and rapture us home so um, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 54 says that um, 53 says that we shall be changed and the corruptible must put on incorruption and the mortal must put on immortality so that is about what will happen during the first resurrection so now as i was saying that this final judgment is not for the christians because we have already been raptured and we've been giving white robes we've done the marriage marriage ceremony with the lamb you know before jesus will now come down to rule for a thousand years and he's coming down with he's coming down with the people that were beheaded for christ to rule the world and so um, at the end of Revelation 20, it says that and all the people that their names were not found in the book of life were thrown into the lake of fire where the false prophet, the Antichrist and Satan are. So those um, human beings who go and join Satan to suffer in the lake of fire. That's crazy. That will not be our portion in Jesus name. Amen. So that is the end of Revelation 20. So we want to look at Revelation 21. What is next? Um, I think we're going to stop at 21 for this rendition of the Bible study. Then I'll come back later today, maybe in two hours time to finish Revelation 22 because I have a meeting soon. So, <clears throat> Revelations 21, let's read it quickly. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. I really like it if you read with me. Open your Bibles and read with me. Revelations 21, verse 1. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming, out, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and i heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of god is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and god himself shall be with them and be their god and god shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away and he that sat upon the throne be said behold i make all things new and he said unto me write for these words are true and faithful and he said unto me it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end i will give unto him that is at thirst of the fountain of water of life freely he that overcometh shall inherit all things and i will be his god and he shall be my son but the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and harmongers sorcerers idolaters and all liars even common lie just little lie all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death and you know that's where the devil is burning so even something as simple as a small lie all people everybody that lies that are 
they commit abomination that are whores committing sexual immorality that are idolaters that worship any other thing apart from god even if it's money and many christians today unknowingly are worshiping money i pray god will help us in jesus name amen all those people shall be found in lake of fire and there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues so this is the angel that one of the seven angels that were holding the bowls of rot those are the people that have been helping john telling john what will happen at the end of the day so the, that angel came and talked with john saying come either and i will show you the bride the lamb's wife that is the christians we are the lamb of jesus i mean so we are the bride of the lamb we are the bride of jesus so revelations 20 10 says and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that city the holy jerusalem descending out of heaven from god having the glory of god and her light was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystal so we see that if you visualize it um remember revelations 21 verse 1 says and i saw a new heaven and a new earth right a new heaven new earth no more sea there's this jerusalem coming down from heaven prepared as a bride so that is where we are going to be in this new city called jerusalem a new jerusalem not the old jerusalem a new jerusalem descending out of the new heaven from god revelations 21 11 <clears throat> the new jerusalem having the glory of god her light was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystals now we struggle and try to make money for houses that are made of concrete and and, and marble or whatever but where we are going to be living that is heaven even in this city of new jerusalem is beautiful like a light the walls are made of jasper stone as clear as crystal that's where we'll be living and even though you see all these million dollar houses they are trying to mimic heaven they have clear see-through walls everybody wants to have windows views and everything it cannot compare to where we are going to be in heaven and that should encourage you to continue to be on the lord's side and obey his commandment and do his will because that will be our reward at the end of the day apart from being the bride of christ apart from not suffering in the lake of hell apart from escaping hell we will enjoy this new jerusalem which we'll be living in and <coughs> revelations 20 verse 21 verse 12 says that and that new jerusalem had a wall great and high and had 12 gates and at the gates 12 angels and names written thereon which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of israel so we as christians as gentiles if you are not like from the tribe of israel we have been engrafted and adopted just like when you adopt somebody into your family we are we have been adopted into the family of god because god originally chose the israelites but because of jesus he extended his love to the whole world not just dealing with one particular um, tribe of people <clears throat> so we thank God for that opportunity to be engrafted into the tree of God and we should not sin because 
every day God is looking at this tree according to John chapter 15 to look at the one he will cut off because as a Christian if you're not bearing fruit of joy peace love <clears throat> patience gentleness goodness meekness temperance and faith if you don't have the nine fruits if you're not bearing fruit God the husband man is looking at the tree to see who will cut off and it's very easy to cut off the adopted branches so Jesus in John 15 says, I am the true vine, you are the branches, we are the branches, and we have been engrafted into God. And so this new Jerusalem, which we are part of by adoption, will have 12 gates, and on the 12 gates will be the names of the children, the 12 tribe of Israel. Revelation 20, 13 says that on the east three gates, on the north three gates, south three gates, west three gates, making 12. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles. So, so Jesus recognized the 12 disciples <clears throat> of God, the 12 apostles of Jesus while he was on earth. The foundations of the city of Jerusalem had the names of the 12 apostles. And God really worked with these 12 people to actually bring his message to us because these 12 people gave their lives up to make sure they carry the message of Jesus Christ and it's the message is still alive today so <clears throat> revelations 21 verse um, 15 says that and he that talked with me that is one of the angels that was pouring the rot on the earth before he was talking with John had a golden reed he had a, 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 a reed to measure the city probably like a tape roll and it's going to be like a big tape roll because or tape measurement because the city will con contain millions and millions of christians right that were saved and they were raptured the dead body dead and alive at that time they were raptured so he measured the city and the gates thereof and the walls thereof and the city lied four squares and the length is as large as the breadth so four squares and he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. I don't know what a furlong is, but it must be really big. And the length and the breadth and the height were equal. So it's a square city, a, uh, like a cube, right? The height, the length, the breadth were equal. Revelation 21, 17 says that, and he measured the wall thereof, 140 40 and four cubits, 144 cubits according to the measure of a man that is of the angel so the measurement is the measurement of the angel so it's different from measurement of us on earth right but the measurement of an angel of the angel we don't know his how his temporal or his measurement is but the measurement was the measurement of <coughs> a man that is of the angel so Revelation 21 verse 18 says that, And the building of the wall of it was as of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. So we think that we see gold as some like yellowish, shiny, beautiful object. But the pure gold is like clear glass. The gold that the city will be made of is clear glass. Have you ever seen clear gold before? That is what the city will be made of. So, and the foundation of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. 
the first um excuse me the the first so all manner of precious stones right the first foundation was jasper the second was sapphire the third was chalcedony the fourth was emerald the fifth sardonyx the sixth sardus the seventh chrysolite the eighth burial the ninth topaz tenth chrysoprasus the eleventh jacinth and the twelfth an amethyst you see people trying to say precious stones these days trying to purchase precious stones the where we will be staying the foundation of the wall of the new jerusalem would have these 12 precious stones and the 12 gates verse 21 were 12 pearls every several gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold and as we said before pure gold is not the yellowish gold is clear gold as it were a transparent glass is transferring gold and that's where we are going to be staying in heaven i pray that we all make it there in jesus name amen so revelations 21 22 and i saw no temple in there for the lord god almighty and the lamb that is jesus are the temple of it where is the holy spirit we're going to see the holy spirit soon but the jesus and the and god will be the temple the city has no need of sun neither moon to shine on it for the glory of god did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof glory of god and jesus are the lights and are the temple and the nation of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it so all the glory that god has bestowed right on this earth will be taken away and then given to the new Jerusalem because God created the earth to be beautiful initially so that it was just wasted by the devil but the glory shall now be given to, and the honor shall be given to this new Jerusalem Revelation 21 verse 25 says and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no night there shut at all by day there shall be no night and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations unto it and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever walketh abomination or maketh a lie but they which are written in the lamb's book of life and then we ask ourselves how is it that we we are just we are striving to escape sin we're just trying our best by the grace of god by the righteousness of jesus christ to escape sin how we will behave in heaven although we shall be changed from immortality to being from mortality to being immortal our skin shall be changed to a new skin as as paul described in first corinthians chapter 15 but how is it that we will not mistakenly sin or we will not mistakenly tell a lie because we make mistakes sometimes and we say god forgive me have mercy on me and how is it that we will not make that mistake and we'll see more about that in revelation chapter 22 because there's something interesting the holy spirit now he has he gave us nine fruits and he's giving us his presence his holy spirit in us to keep us from sin to help us to desire righteousness we will see how we'll be made perfect in revelation chapter 22 but because of my meeting i'd like us to pray right now and 
I will start another live video in one or two hours time where we will study Revelations 22 and um, we would end the book of Revelations and we would wait for God to tell us what next in this Bible study. So let me pray with us and the first prayer point I want us to pray is that God help me to know you more. Um, Peter said that Paul said that I may know you and the power of your resurrection, then fellowship in your suffering and be, being conformed to your death. So knowing God is first of all to be born again, to rise with him, then suffer for him in persecution and die for him and then be like him. So these are stages. Some people will stop in being born again and living for Christ before they die. Some people will be persecuted and know even God, God even more. So these are stages in knowing God. The first one is being born again, resurrecting with Christ and living as a Christian, living as a new man. I am still in that stage, living after being born again, I'm living as a new man. When we, 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 we have situations that make us suffer for Christ, denying ourselves, suffer for Christ that's another level of knowing God when someone tempts you to steal some money and you say no I'm going to suffer hunger and not steal that is being suffering persecution for Christ when someone is trying to take your job away and telling you to take the mark of the beast and that is the only way you can buy and sell that is suffering for Christ so Paul desired to know God and when you are you die for Christ that's the highest level of knowing God according to Peter Peter says the highest level of knowing God is when you are killed for Jesus Christ so God help me to know you you can only die for someone you know that you are sure about say God let me know you so that I can stand for you I can I can live as a Christian for you I can deny myself and say no to sin for you I can even allow myself to be killed because of you Jesus so Lord say help me know you say Lord help me know you God help me know you to this extent Lord, to the highest level in the name of Jesus Christ help me know you oh God I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And remember, the more of the knowledge of God you have, the richer you have. So God measures your riches, not in terms of money or the works you have done for God, but the knowledge of him you have. The people, the church in um, Smyrna, Revelation chapter 3, 2 and 3, the church in Smyrna are rich because they were suffering persecution for Christ, even though they were physically poor. So I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So always pray, say, God, help me know you deeper and deeper. Help me know you in Jesus' name. Let me pray with us right now. Father, I thank you for this Bible study, for the grace to study Revelations 20 and 21. We are almost there. We're almost done with the book. We thank you for the strength. We ask that, Lord, everyone that will listen to this word, will listen to the summary in, in the snippets of the word, oh God, will understand the sequence of the end time we understand your plan for the world we understand you oh god open their eyes of understanding that when they hear my voice talking about the end time when they hear my voice talking about the antichrist rapture and everything you will give them an understanding of the exact sequence and the meaning of it oh god and help them to prepare themselves oh god 
ready oh god for the end in the name of jesus christ help us as christians to live for you if we are going to be there when the antichrist comes if we are going to still be alive for god help us to have the power to say no to his mark so that we can wait to god even if you are being beheaded wait for the rapture in the name of jesus christ and if we will grow old and die before that time oh god help us not to die in our sins oh god help us to live as a christian live the life of a new man oh god and grow in the holy spirit oh god and do your will in the name of jesus so that we will die peacefully oh god in christ and we will rise first at the time of rapture in the name of jesus christ so we ask lord that you would keep us to the end oh god because your word says is those that endure to the end that will be saved thank you lord for everything you've done receive the glorious of days because you are a faithful god we are covered with the blood of jesus i pray for everyone that's listening right now that you meet them at the point of their needs oh god console the broken-hearted oh god set the captives free oh god set the people that are seek free from their sicknesses save souls oh god give joy to the depressed oh god set free the suicidal let them not kill themselves oh god the women that are being molested oh god or uh, and the people that are being molested i set them free from their captivity in jesus name i pray for the women that are being the victims of domestic violence oh god that you would help them to escape before they are killed in the name of jesus help them to be to escape before they are destroyed in jesus name provide a way of escape for them and save them from every dangerous situation receive the glory of god when you come help us to be found in your kingdom in jesus mighty name i pray amen so i thank you guys for joining this bible study and i believe that you'll be notified when i begin the live video for revelations 22 so till that time stay blessed